0: LifeWay Lifeway Leadership Leadership Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to Ask Me Anything with Pastor J.D. Greer. Honest questions, quick answers. I'm your host, Todd Unzicker, and this is where J.D. Greer says, Ask Me Anything. JD, you said, ask me anything. So this week, this week on the podcast, this might be a question that your, um, your teenage daughters have asked. Uh, I know it's something that students in our student ministry have asked, but our listeners want to know, here's the question,
0: Should I kiss before marriage? Well, first of all, my teenage daughters have never asked that question because they're not allowed to date until they're 35. And so when I told them they can run for president, they can also date. Um, No, okay. So that is a a difficult question. And I realize that what I'm about to say may not be... uh, There are Christians who I think could very reasonably disagree with this and come up with different answers. Um, You know, so I grew up... uh, When I was in college, that was during the time when this whole um, I kiss dating goodbye uh, thing came out. And it was kind of the courtship model of dating. And I have a lot of sympathy for it. Um, Josh Harris, who wrote the stuff, is is actually a good friend of mine. And it was kind of a reaction, I think, to – basically this kind of culture we grew up in that was basically, you know, just kind of a whatever goes. And and the Christian version of that was you shouldn't have sex before marriage, but you should just, you know, date as many people as possible. And as long as you didn't have sex, then you, you weren't sinning. And what courtship, that whole idea was that, no, you know, dating is a road that leads to marriage and you shouldn't get on the road with somebody that you're not reasonably sure that you are going to marry. And so just don't date, don't be romantically involved until, the time is right, and then you should do it, you know, at a distance, and it should be more about character. And you ought to, you ought to be kind of almost—I don't want to say positive, but you should be pretty, pretty sure that this is the kind of person you want to marry before you even start dating. Yeah,
1: that's courting, made famous by the book by Josh Harris, "I Kissed Dating Goodbye." Uh, Josh, I know, is a is a friend of yours, Pastor JD, but uh, even he has said that he is discontinuing that book, and he. Uh, is not really even holding to that method. So, Pastor J.D., what do you actually think about this?
0: Um, actually, um, I, I don't agree with the courting model, let me just say that, because I understand where it came from. Like I said, I have a lot of sympathy with it. But I think you know for a number of reasons. One, it just goes farther than the Bible teaches. Um, it, it The Bible never really prescribes it and says that's the way that it, it has to go. Um, I also think it, it ends up being a little inconsistent, Because yeah, it's true that, um, you know, we are to reserve sex and sexuality before marriage, but I mean, you know, a guy that gives a girl flowers that, that there's something romantic slash sexual in that. It's not like you are, it's, it's inherently, you know, um, platonic when you're doing that. You just don't go. You've never given me flowers. I've never given you flowers. And if so, you have a right to be uncomfortable, but yeah, you know, so I, I don't think it's as neat and tidy as some of them make it, make it sound. Um, the main thing is it puts a, a lot of pressure I, I've seen on high school and college students to when they actually, and I've watched some of our college students in that model just, I mean, they they just won't do anything because they're like, you know, for us even to get to know each other, I'm trying to say that you're the person that I think I should marry. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of pressure on a first mm-hmm. date. And I've just, you know, heard horror stories. So I, I, I'm not, you know, really there. I, I think what we can learn from it is, um, there is a, a sense in which I am trying to be romantically deep with one person in my life, and that is my spouse. And I'm not trying to only reserve you know, the actual act of sex before marriage. So um, you know, one of the things that, that I encourage people to do is, is, yes, I think it's okay to date. It's okay to be romantically interested um, but, you know, on, on the road to marriage. But you should realize that, the, that, that where all dating is, is leading is it's leading to marriage and it's true if if you don't see this as the kind of person you at least potentially could marry then don't get on the road with them and if it's not the time of your life then don't just casually date. Dating is a road that leads to marriage, and if you don't want to go to the destination, then there's no reason to to get on the road. I think, especially in your younger years in your teenage years, it's best when dating is non-exclusive, when it's non-physical and non-escalating. Non-exclusive means, hey, you and I are interested in each other, but we're not trying to come to some, you know, real, uh, you know, commitment. That's um, just not appropriate at our, our time of life. It's not physical where we're, you know, really. Uh, you know, passionately engage with each other in things and then non escalating. You know, I'm not trying to build it somewhere that that we have no intention of going. Um, you know, my personal opinion is that in the dating stage, there can be a show of affection that is, that it is appropriate. Um, I don't know how to say this delicately, but you know, there is, you know, whether it's holding hands or a brief kiss can be a show of affection and not foreplay. There comes a point at which, you know, it becomes something that is gearing you up for um, a place that you are not supposed to go until you get married. And I think that's what you got to be careful of. Scripture tells us that not only the act of sex with somebody who's not our spouse's sin, but thinking about it or or desiring it. So if I am doing something physically with somebody that makes me desire or think about sex with them— then Jesus said, it's like I'm, I'm committing the act in my heart. So it's important not just that we you know, we, that we refrain from sex itself, but we refrain from the things that get us thinking about and desiring sex with a person to whom we've not yet made that commitment. My dad uh, he always taught me. He had what he called my dad's Lynn birth, Greer. Lynn Greer. He called Lynn's Laws. And he said, son, when you break any of these laws is when it has left the affection stage and gone into the foreplay stage. Uh, I remember his four laws were, number one, it was nothing in the dark. He said, son, if it happens in the dark, then it's just not leading anywhere good, so stay out of the dark with her. He said, number two, nothing should last longer than five seconds. It might not have been sin you know, when you started it, but if it lasts longer than five seconds, it's going to turn into sin. He said, number three is nothing below the neck, and I'll just let that one be self-explanatory. He said, number four, this is his most important one, never, ever, 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 ever lie down because, he says, there's no way you can be honest and tell me that you're not lying down with her and it's not... Um, not arousing you sexually. Um, I, so in, in short, I would say, are there times in the dating stage that holding hands, a kiss, that could be appropriate? If it is a show of affection and it is appropriate to the stage you're in, then perhaps. I would say your, your physical intimacy should never go beyond the actual emotional commitment of your, uh, or the, the emotional and the spiritual commitment that you made to each other. So, well. I think there's a lot there,
1: Uh, A lot there, Pastor JD, that uh, we will not be able to cover in an eight-minute podcast, so if our listeners want to get more on this, um, certainly they can go to jdgreer.com, or they can text you. They can actually text the letters JD to 888-111. Not only will they get a free gift, but they can find more resources. That's part of Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. Um, and they can find out more um about this, should I kiss before marriage? This is why we this is a tough question, and it's why we we call them honest questions with quick answers. I,
0: I'll be honest, Todd, you know, it, 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 I feel a lot more comfortable and secure when we're talking about theology questions, But you know, these are the kind of questions that our teenagers ask us. And yep. the kind of things that yeah, 50 some percent of our church is single and they want to know the answer to this question. So hopefully it at least gives you categories to begin to think about.
1: Yeah. So if you're, if your teenager is pressing you again, how would you sum this up, you know, for them? Like in a quick answer, you've told them once before, but how would you sum that up again?
0: I would say go slow in the dating stage. Dating is a road that leads to marriage. Um, when you are dating someone romantically, there can be a show of affection that is appropriate to the relationship. It should never go beyond the commitment that you are, um, the emotional and the the actual commitment you have to that person. It should not be something you're trying to take from them. It should not be giving you sexual gratification, but there can be a show of affection that is appropriate. Uh, just make sure that it doesn't begin down that road to essentially foreplay and the lens laws. Um, if you uh, are breaking any of those four laws, chances are it's crossed the line from affection into into foreplay.
1: Wow. Should I kiss before marriage? There's an honest question. There was a quick answer with Pastor JD. You can find out more information by going to jdgreer.com for for expansion of this topic and find out more of what Pastor JD has written about and talked about with this issue. Um, or you can text the letters JD to 888 part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. Um, I Not only do I find that helpful, I also find um, questions... Um, that my friends like Micah Freeze and Sam Rayner and Josh King, they're answering over at the EST podcast, which is part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network as well. Uh, EST is for the established church, and this is where these guys are talking about established church questions, not church plans, but established churches, the challenges and issues those leaders face, so you can get more information with them, part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. I am your host, Todd Unzicker of Ask Me Anything with J.D. Greer. Honest questions, quick answers. We'll see you next time on the podcast.